it's Jeff Hudson. Welcome to Relational Gravity, the podcast that helps you measure, understand, and build the relationships that make you and your organization successful. Today we're going to talk about plan transitions. This can be a retirement plan transition where you're bringing on a new record keeper, you're changing your investment lineup, or something else regarding your retirement plan. Plan transitions can be risky things, and those transitions are managed in part by legal compliance. That's where you want to make sure you have a good attorney who can tell you what does the law tell you you have to do regarding transitions. But beyond just legal compliance, you always have the risk of confused, angry participants who believe that you're not acting in their best interests or simply don't understand what you're doing. And that's the part where communication and targeted communication is your most important asset. So very often, consultants use templates. They have a template that worked with client A and they use the same communication template for client B. However, that standard one-size-fits-all approach can actually fan the flames of participant anger and confusion because audiences are very often different. Your participants, your employees, may or may not think just like the participants and employees of another plan in another state. So while it takes more effort than a templated approach, your transition communicator should really be doing the work for you to get to know the plan participants. And by that, I mean not just the folks who are on your retirement plan committee, but I mean the the, the people who are on your shop floor or are working in your open office spaces to get to know what they think and what they care about and get to know them before you start planning your communication. That kind of tailored approach, I think, is the only way you can be confident that a transition is going to be both compliant, working with legal, and then effective at reaching the hearts and minds of your participants. So how do you do this? If you're going to be working with a transition communicator, how do you know you're working with the right person? How do you select that person? And if you're working with a transition team with a record keeper, how do you know what questions to ask them? So the first question I'm going to recommend you ask is, who pays your transition communication leader? How are they compensated? Who signs their paycheck? That answer can have a significant impact on what influences that communicator's decisions. What you need is a neutral party. You need somebody who is working clearly in the best interest of your participants because that's what you're required to do. Then the next question is, perhaps even the first question, have you met that transition communicator? the person who actually does the planning and the execution. What I'm talking about is the person who is going to do the planning and do the communication for you. And if you've met them, you also want to find out what their experience and their credentials are. Is this somebody who is a professional communicator and can demonstrate the credentials, the education, the experience to do what they're doing for you? Or is this a person who has simply been given a set of templates to fill in the blank on your behalf? Plan consultants and attorneys are invaluable in communication, and the great ones will work in close partnership with an equally skilled transition communicator. If they are reluctant to introduce you to the person who is actually doing the communication, that transition communication leader, you need to ask them why are they reluctant. So your next question is, has your communication provider met any of your rank-and-file participants? We talked about that a little bit earlier. And again, not including those who are on your retirement plan committee. My personal opinion is it's nearly impossible to communicate effectively with people you've never met. So if they haven't met your participants, if they haven't met your employees, and they haven't spent some time talking to them, then 
their ability to truly communicate and engage with them individually is going to be very limited. Then you need to know how does your communicator know what your participants need, think, or feel. It's more than just talking to four or five participants in a company cafeteria. You need to ask whether they're doing what I call voice of the customer research. That's doing either surveys and or focus groups that are including your participants specifically so that they can understand, again, who am I talking to and what are their concerns as compared to that retirement plan in another state. And then finally, let's ask the question, is there a face-to-face component to your transition communication? I would say, if not, why not? It's not required in all cases, but very often, it's a very good choice for you to make. And if there is, is your plan communicator qualified in credentials to lead workshops or counseling sessions that may have questions regarding people's retirement, retirement readiness, and that sort of thing? So ultimately, you are responsible and accountable to your participants. Allowing unqualified people to lead your workshops and counseling sessions or transition communication can expose you to some very unpleasant risks, not the least of which is angry employees who have lost their trust in you because they don't think you're acting in their best interests. So you need to look for and interview communicators who are focused on doing more than just getting the right words in somebody's mailbox at the right time in a graphically pleasing format. Finding those people can be difficult. But if you look for folks who focus on a four-step process and can talk to you about research, planning, initiation, and evaluation of communication plans, then you can begin to feel confident that they're going to do what they need to do for you and understand that it's more than just putting words together with pretty graphic design. Thank you for listening to another Relational Gravity podcast. Remember, it's about relationships always. (laughs) 